I went deep woods camping once in my mid-twenties with my now ex and about five of our good friends. We went to the other side of the lake from where we normally went camping one time, and shortly before sunset a guy around our age popped out of the woods and asked if he could join us. He had his own booze, so we figured why not? At first everything was fine. He seemed a bit off, but nothing we were concerned about initially. He said he had been long-term camping out that way and intended to stay out there as long as he could. To most people this would have been a red flag, but we had some hippie sensibilities and didn't think much of it. As the night wore on, though, he started to change. He pulled out a knife at one point in the evening and got belligerent a couple of times. He began claiming to have been living in the woods because he was hiding from the law. He started taking things we said the worst way possible. I don't remember how we encouraged him to leave peacefully, but he did go away. For the rest of the night, we speculated if he was actually dangerous or just weird. A week or so later, my ex told the story to a co-worker of his, who described the guy back to my ex and then told him that someone he knew disappeared under mysterious circumstances with this guy. Whether there was any truth to it remains to be seen but we never camped on that side of the lake again. In the eighth grade, my troop went to a scout reservation called Philmont. The last night of the 14 day track through the Rocky Mounts, there was a thunderstorm while we were sleeping. We are talking a crazy lightning and crashing thunder type storm. Everyone is awake with their tent mate. That wasn't the scary part. There was a piercing scream echoing over and over. As if a banshee was having a terrible day. It went on for a good while. At least half an hour or more. The next morning our troop hypothesized what we thought it was. There were theories of a screaming woman, something about a bear or a bird and so on. When we got back to base camp and ask, a ranger tells us that it had to be a nearby mountain lion. Glad we find out as we are leaving. My friends and I were camping in Chimkujik National Park. We were warned on the way into the park by one of the rangers that there were black bears in the general vicinity of where our site was. After two uneventful but fun days we are around a bonfire for the last night. Lots of s'mores and other goodies we start hearing what is best described as low growling, similar to the sound that puppies make while playing. We shine our flashlights along the grassy area before the tree line and we see three young bears almost instantly we are soaked from a cold sweat, we know that the mother is not far at all. The problem is my cousin is not from a country that is bears and thinks that trying to approach them would just be the best idea, he gets halfway to them and collectively we tackle him pick him up and carry him back to our campsite and explain his stupidity. The next morning we pack up and on our way out of the park we tell the ranger what happened, he tells us that we were likely no more than 150 meters from the mom. Once me and my family went camping in the deep woods in Oklahoma, and what happened to be on a hill? I guess? A mini cliff? I don't know but it was pretty steep and very rocky and it rained very heavily that night totally out of the blue. The pegs on my older cousin and brother's tent got pulled up and their tent floated away over the ledge, which was probably about 12 to 15 feet high, and down the stream and they ended up really far away from us. They're both super heavy sleepers, like my brother is to the point where he sometimes stops breathing in his sleep, but that's another story. Neither of them woke up. The people in my tent, me, my two little sisters and my younger cousin, woke up, but the thunder and rain and wind were so loud we didn't hear them floating away. My parents, aunt, and uncle had his really big soundproof tent that had separate rooms and everything and they even brought a portable TV, not true camping if you ask me, so they heard the storm but it was pretty muffled for them. It was super scary getting up in the morning and seeing our campsite destroyed, it totally flooded and our stuff got wrecked, and their tent not there. 
I can't remember exactly how far they went but it wasn't a super deep stream and even with the flooding it kinda dried out after a while so the tent got caught on some rocks maybe one third of a mile away, just estimating. It was crazy. Next time we went camping we made sure to put heavy rocks over the pegs that keep the tent in the ground. When I was on a weekend trip camping in the middle of nowhere with my scout troop, we had just finished a game of capture the glow stick. And by this time it was midnight, so it was pitch dark. When we all gathered around the fire after the game, one girl was asking if anyone had been around the hill by a river that was a little ways off from us. After nobody spoke up, she explained, quite nervously, that she had seen someone walking around at the top of that hill and thought it was one of us. It was hard to get to sleep that night. This happened a couple months ago. It's not super creepy, but it definitely our adrenaline pumping at the time. Some friends and I had decided to go camping for a night, and there are a lot of uninhabited woods around my house, around 1000 acres. So we were sitting around our campfire, and had been imbibing for a while. All of a sudden we hear something booking it through the woods towards our camp. I mean, tearing through limbs and underbrush going super fast. We can't see anything outside the light of the campfire, so I reach for my flashlight and turn it on just at time to see the deer. It comes careening through camp right through the middle of our campfire. We all had to fall backwards away from the fire to, literally, avoid being trampled. It was so close my brother actually kicked it as he fell backwards from the fire. It went straight through the fire, and continued on into the night. All of this occurred within a 5 to 10 second span of time. I can only think something had to have been chasing it in order for a deer to have acted that erratically. So me and my roommate are the opposite people, she is smart very fit, nice, vegan I'm stupid, I eat pizza almost every night, I have anger issues and I love bacon, I couldn't run for my life, sadly that's what I needed to do in my situation. It was around winter and my roommate, I'll call her Chell as I don't want to tell you her identity, so Chell tells me it will be fun to get out of our dorm every now and again so she forced me on this walk, we had a day where we didn't have that many classes so she said let's go for a stroll in the woods, me being very annoyed and reluctant argued back at her, saying walking was useless. Finally I went, by the time we got there it was dark. I was explaining the plot FNAF when we heard a scream. Chell started running to help, I stood frozen in the dark, just waiting until she came back. She did not. I waited for about half an hour. We both didn't have our phones because she wanted us to connect. I started walking back to the dorm as I knew she would win any fight and I was too tired to help, in the morning she wasn't back so I told everybody the story, we all went back. I was being called lazy and a horrible person for leaving my roommate. There was a search and we finally found her. She was curled up next to a very badly wounded person, apparently there was a thing who attempted to kill this guy and saw my roommate and ran. Chell stayed by the person all night telling them about the college and how everything was going to be alright. The guy kept saying that my roommate was the murderer. I still don't know what happened. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. plushcare.com slash weightloss. The last time I went camping I went alone for the first time. I kept hearing leaves rustling and crunching, slowly drawing closer to camp. I'm no stranger to the woods and I don't live near wild bears or mountain lions thank goodness so I didn't really think much of it. It was pitch black in the dead of night and the fire was just starting to die down but I kept hearing the sound getting closer and closer, louder and louder. After a few minutes of listening I was ready to sleep and didn't feel much comfortable knowing that something was that close to my tent while I'm out here all alone. So I got out of my tent, scooped up a big rock that I had been standing on and chucked it as hard as I could towards the direction of the noise. Then immediately afterwards what sounded like a hundred coyotes, I'm sure it was 10 to 15 or so, began screaming at the top of their lungs no more than 50 yards from where I was. If you've ever heard the blood-curdling scream of a pack of coyotes from a distance then you can only imagine how it sounded up close. I almost had to cover my ears, they were all just screaming together right by camp. Suffice to say I didn't feel fully rested the next morning. I was camping in the Grand Tetons. There were signs everywhere throughout the campsite, no food slash clothes slash anything with a scent allowed in your tent. It was my group's last night and everyone decided to get really drunk and grill out. The campsite was generally a mess when everyone started to pass out. I retired to my tent at the edge of our site around midnight and promptly went to sleep. For some strange reason I woke up around 1.30. I heard what I thought was my neighbor's deep rough snoring. I felt an instinctive alertness from hearing this sound and something didn't seem right. I sat up and noticed what I thought was a strange shadow showing through my yellow tent. The sound continued. At this point I'm almost certain something is outside my tent. I sit up and down in order to look through the fibers of my tent. I managed to make out the glowing yellow eyes, a large snout and a hulking body of what most certainly is a grizzly bear. At this point I start to panic. Why is this bear outside my tent? The only thing on my tent is my jacket then I realize oh I left my deodorant and jacket. After realizing that my tent must be permeating fruity goodness to this bear, I try to contact anyone in group I can but I get no response. I am really scared and realize that I might die if the bear were to really want in my tent and there was now way I could outrun it. What did I do? I ended up accepting my fate and trying to calm down and make minimal movement. The bear eventually lost interest but I didn't sleep any that night. A friend and I were planning a three-day hike into the ADKs and we got started a little late and then had to walk an extra two miles because of a closed gate. So we drive over an hour on dirt roads and then hike for about three or four hours before it gets dark. I had never been to this area before but was sure we were close to the lean-to and wanted to keep going in the dark. So we get to this real muddy wet part of the trail and the going is slow. There is no running without stepping in mud over your boots. Had to stay on roots and rocks. Out of nowhere something very large starts running through the woods. Breaches breaking and crashing. I can only assume we spooked a moose as I didn't see what it was. Quite a scary sound in the middle of nowhere in the dark in the axe. Mogul Lone Rim. Transition zone between desert and deep forest of the Gila Wilderness, America's first designated wilderness. Mix of pinon pines, scrub, prickly pear, choice and other weird stuff. Lots of old mine tunnels and shafts nearby. Beautiful sunset vistas. Pitch black summer night. Super still. Awesome stargazing and Mars was really close, closest in a generation. Once done with star and planet gazing, retired to the pop-up camper to have a snack and read. Saw a bear up close, enough, and personal earlier in the day. So instead of cooking just ate cold cuts and cheese and crackers, later, chips and salsa. 
Pop-up camper with interior lights on, windows all zipped down. Wishing for a breeze to cool off but basically nothing. Barely a sound, and surprisingly, no crickets. At some point, wife and I both look above book level and raise eyebrows to each other as we hear something stomp right through camp. No precursor sounds like twigs or bushes, just stomp 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 right outside the camper, seemingly between it and the tow vehicle. Minutes later, this terrible screeching monkey slash bird racket starts up. Single voice. Hair raises up on my neck and wife and I are now in nonverbal communication, like, what the heck is that and what should we do? Sounds like it is maybe 15 to 20 yards away, uphill a little. Sound stops just as suddenly as it started. No extra sounds like footsteps or twigs or branches or anything. We talk about what it might be for a few minutes, but then go back to reading. Sound continues to start up out of nowhere and stop all of a sudden, over and over. Very unnerving. Does not respond to my eventual yells back at it or are making our own rocket with pots and pans. Yes, the shotgun was in the back of the vehicle, so I did not want to go get it with that sound basically right outside the pop-up tent camper. No. We did not have a strong portable light source. Finally got fed up enough to brave going outside to figure out just what the heck it was as it did not match my internal catalog of animal sounds at all and it was freaking me out. That's when it stopped for good. Still, no additional sounds of movement or anything, and the night was dead still, so still you could have heard bugs in the leaf litter, but again, no sounds at all. I've listened to a lot of animal calls since, and nothing matches my memory, or my wife's memory. This was before smartphones. Does not really match any Bigfoot or whatever sounds from the internet. Best I can say is super loud cross between a monkey and a large bird. Next day, I put my modest tracking skills to the test. In camp or the surrounding area, no footprints, no scat, no plant breaks, hair, feathers, or distrubed bark on the tree up by where it sounded like it was calling from. I was sitting by a remote mountain lake with my girlfriend when some guy shows up down the lake looking around, pretty unassuming looking dude. I remember he had a lighter he kept striking and blowing out with his mouth. He moves back into the trees and we don't see him for the rest of the night. I said see. Sun goes down and we're sitting there stargazing lakeside when a huge splash sounds off maybe 15 feet from where we're sitting on shore, then nothing. We call out to see who's chunking rocks but no answer. We were a little uneasy at that point and decided we'd been there long enough so we started heading for the car. On our way back we see a glow in the trees and smoke rising and we're like sweet. We'll talk to these people and see who is messing with us back at the lake. We get to this campfire and it is huge, like 10 feet flames, and no one is around to watch it. We sat there for a minute and called out, but still no answer. Get back to the car and we're the only ones in the parking lot, in the middle of these mountains. Nothing happened on the drive out, so pretty uneventful overall but we were pretty nervous at the time. When I was young, around 10 years old, we lived in a trailer park in El Paso. Behind the park was desert, and my sister and I often played back there. We would walk for miles exploring. On one occasion, my sister and I hiked for quite a distance. All of the sudden we both got a strange sensation as if we were being watched. We decided to turn around and head home. We would follow our tracks to keep from getting lost. When we turned around we saw that there were large, what we assume were mountain lion, tracks beside our own. My sister and I ran as fast as we could back to the park, but we never saw or heard anything. To this day I believe a mountain lion was stalking us, and I always pay attention to those sixth sense feelings. Oh man. I always go out to just take photos in a forest like an hour away from me. I always go when it's becoming dark, then in the night go back. 
One time I was walking back home, towards the exit of the forest, then I saw like a tent made out of sticks. Normally I would have walked past but the tent had like small toy figures out of fairy tales, like Snow White or Red Riding Hood. They were placed in a circle around a wired mushroom. That already gave me the creeps. I wanted to go out of there as fast as possible. Nothing more happened, but the next day I came by it again and almost couldn't find it again. The tent was almost burnt down, no idea what happened. I went on a four-day three-night hiking trip with my father's sister and couple cousins out in Glacier NP. Last night there we camped at No Name Lake, hiked the Dawson Pitamakin Pass loop counterclockwise. We finally reached camp late that day just before dark and you could still see the white mountain goats walking along Razor's Edge on the steep Pompeli Pillar, PP, if you've been to No Name Lake you know what I'm talking about. I thought it was incredible how the goats were able to keep their balance walking along a sheer cliff like this but it was really cool to watch. We finally settle in and I end up passing out pretty early, well before 8pm. At around 1.30 to 2am dead middle of the night I am suddenly woken up incredibly confused to what I thought were gunshots. Pop 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 pop, very loud and repetitive. You could imagine my confusion as there is no good reason for these sounds coming from that direction. It happened for about 30 to 40 seconds then stopped as quickly as it started. The only thing I could think of was that it was the mountain goats walking and knocking down big pieces of shale? As the side of the cliff was all rock and shale or maybe a rock slide? But these pieces would have had to have fallen on each other perfectly in order to make these sounds. The oddest thing was that no one else in my party heard them and the other couple camping there didn't hear them either. I told the story the following morning and got some funny looks as you could imagine. I'd been out all day since about 3am and was heading back to the truck. All day I'd had that feeling of being watched. All day. Didn't see anything. I was walking up a draw that had a small cliff on one side and that being watched feeling intensified so intensely that I was worried I was about to have a heart attack or a stroke or something. I stopped and looked around and I saw her. Calmly sitting on her haunches at the top of the cliff just watching. She didn't blink, didn't look away, just stared. I stared back. I dunno how long we stood like that. It felt like a very long time and I know that the sun moved a decent amount, not as long as it sounds, the sun sets quickly in the mountains, but eventually she stood up, we stared for a while longer and then she turned around and disappeared. I didn't see her walk away, just saw her turn around and she was gone. So, I've been going to child camp for 20 days during summer holidays for like 7 years now. But one year was super weird. I was like 13 years old. The camp is located in middle of nowhere, near river and half of the camp is in the forest. We went to a whole day trip and when we were going back by train. Our leader of the camp had a strange encounter in the train with an older man, she was like 21 and Jay was around 50. He told her something like lady, you have such a slim and beautiful fingers and anything more. We got out of the train and the man did too. Later that night that same girl had an encounter in her tent. A figure standing in the entrance and looking straight to her. She though it was one guy from the camp who kept making fun of her. In the morning she asked him what he was doing there and he told her he has no idea what she's taking about. Next few nights kids were seeing man in black hood in the camp walking around and Kirkshib shelves, which makes very loud noise. And even I heard it. Funny was that nobody told it to anyone else just to the leader of the camp so the Yudin T lie, because nobody knew that somebody else saw him too. Big guys even kept a warsh with axes at all possible entrances and one of them saw a light from flashlight in a hill, when they sprinted up, nobody was there. So since then, nobody knows who it was or what was he doing there. Kinda psycho story and I even have Guibams now writing it.
So I live in northern Minnesota, have my entire life, I grew up in a house about an hour away from Itasca State Park. If anyone is familiar with the area it's pretty heavily wooded and gets extremely cold during the winter here. I now live farther north but I digress. One year we were having a bonfire, my brother and mom were outside with me, about to turn in for the night. We had pretty dense woods around our house, about 30 yards away on either side. We heard some branches snapping and rustling in the woods close to the edge. We got kind of freaked out after making noise and it didn't stop and ran up to the porch. My mom was on the top step by the door and my brother and I were on the ground. We turned around looking for the source of the noise, well something weird happened. We heard what sounded like a bull huffing, and a loud growl, and then a huge crashing noise, whatever it was broke a dead tree, we tried tipping and breaking it several times, this thing was solid. My brother and I shoved my mom out of the way and sprinted inside. She still brings it up how we left her to die. My dad said it was a bear but I've never heard a bear move through brush so loud, and I've never heard a black bear make that noise. It was Bigfoot, change my- When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. My mind. My friend and I went frog hunting one night in a canoe. We spotted one on the bank, but as we got closer, we heard something crawl up a tree. Nothing to be alarmed about, a raccoon most likely. It's perched on a branch looking at us. It making a noise that sounds like the laser beam from a 60s Godzilla movie while bobbing its head at us. The sound seemed to come from everywhere. It definitely wasn't a raccoon, they don't make any noise like what we heard as far as I know. We did not take that frog. I am very woodies and love nature. Always lived by woods, if I could. When I was a kid, I was chilling in the woods behind my dad's house. It was getting to be twilight and I was just listening. At the time we had a few cats. I heard a meow. I start calling kitty, kitty kitty. I hear it coming closer, so again I call. But as it gets closer, it also gets bigger. My heart sank and I said you are no kitty. I jumped up and ran for my dad's house. Tripped going inside to tell him what I'd heard. 
I didn't even go back out there until a few days later and by that time it had rained Ned so no tracks. Now as an adult, I am back on the same property and don't like being out by the woods alone at night. Unless we have a fire going. One time I was in the woods it's my friends we were about 8 or 9 and we were just walking around. We heard some noises from time to time so we thought hey it's just the woods. So one day I'm in there with only one of my friends and we were playing in a tree then we hear footsteps so I ask my friend is that your dog and then he says no. She's at the vet so we got scared and we look down and there's this guy. We try to stay as quiet and the next day we found out this was the neighbor's kid. And he has autism apparently. My dad always tells a story like this one about backpacking when he was younger. He was talking to some locals about picking mushrooms and learned that you could catch a pretty penny if you found the right ones. Sure enough on his next hike he spotted a patch of some pretty hefty mushrooms that were divided into avidly different kinds and began picking the ones he decided were most like the ones the locals described. After he had picked two or three, a chipmunk ripped down out of a tree and over to where he was picking. The chipmunk picked up the kind of mushrooms he was picking, started chattering away, threw it on the ground, stomped over to the other kind, picked up the mushroom, took a bite out of it, chattered some more and walked off. My dad said that he honestly felt the squirrel was telling him he was picking the wrong mushrooms, and sure enough my dad brought back both kinds and the chipmunk was right. When I was younger I used to experience sleep paralysis frequently. Being as young as I was. Each episode always freaked me out. The worst episode I had I saw. Aliens, but not like a physical body. This is hard to explain and I don't even know how, but when they noticed me everything turned into a DMT-like trance. This felt like hours, but really only minutes had elapsed. I ran into my father's room scared for my life. He didn't believe me. Since then I hadn't had a sleep paralysis episode until. Here's the story of interest. Me and a couple buddies went out camping. There was a forest near outhouses, and the place we chose had a nice clearing for the sky to shine its marvelous lights to us. We had a fire going, telling stories. Man, was it great to be alive then. As time passed we all passed out, but when 3 a.m. hit we all woke up at once. Petrified, unable to move due to the snare of sleep paralysis. We're all staring at these lights above us, which I immediately identified with aliens. It was round and had lights around the side. I could even see the window. Given the UFO was a good distance off, but it was still closer than any encounter I've ever read. It stood there mocking our fear. I hope that's all it was doing anyway, all of us still stunned, more so by fear at this point we watched it slowly back off, and then literally zipped from our view as if it was a shooting star overhead. When the UFO, warped through space or whatever it did, the spaceship edited these black particles and it looked like carbon soot. We ran back informed our parents, they all joked about it. I've tripped DMT once or twice. And both experiences I met aliens and God. I know that sounds crazy, but they are one and the same. They told me it's not my time yet, and to come back when it was. I kept asking who it was talking, and right as soon as he explained how we are one, and everything is connected I felt like I was torn through a black hole, and slammed back onto my physical body. I do not do drugs, I experimented with shrooms and DMT during my college years. I am a huge fan. When in college my group of friends would go camping every Tuesday night somewhere near the campus. Some weeks there was a big group, 6 plus, some weeks it was just Jackson, my friend, and I. The college I went to had a dozen or so camo sites within walking distance of campus. Anyway, one week it was just Jackson and I. We went to a campsite on a small pond that was pretty close to a few other campsites on other small ponds. 
After a small pile of beers were heard drums coming from another campsite. Being a small college we figured we knew the other people and figured we'd join them. We knew the trails pretty well so we walked through the woods without any lights. When we got close we slowed down and left the trail. We walked around the camp in the shadows and inched our way closer to the fire and the group. The guys continued to play the drums, drink and sing. We got close enough that we could hear their conversation without any problem and if we wanted to could have joined in without raising our voices. We sat there for a while whispering a little to each other until we got bored. We inched our way away from the fire back further into the shadows and found our way back to our campsite. When we got there we giggled, remember we had a pile of beers, and talked about how close we were to the other group. After a moment of silence Jackson looked at me and asked. Do you think anyone has ever watched our group from the shadows? Camping in the Tetons in November. Went to sleep near no one at all. As in, drove to nowhere, got out and hiked from nowhere to the middle of nowhere. Went to sleep at 8 it was super tranquil. Well, I woke up to the sound of dogs barking and yipping at 2 am. There are no houses anywhere near me. Next there's a huge rustling near my tent. I straight up heard it and it wasn't more than 2 feet away from my tent. My hackles are now up, I racked my pistol armed the bear mace and stepped outside. Found absolutely nothing. Not one thing, I couldn't pinpoint the sounds but they kept on coming. Occasionally those dogs would bark and spook me even more. I was absolutely terrified. This happened about 10 years ago at least. I went camping out in the middle of the desert with my boyfriend. We took my ATVs out on these trails we knew well, very far from any roads. Just nothing but desert as far as you could see in a breathtaking desert night sky. You wouldn't expect to see anyone out there, especially at night. But we both woke up in the middle of the night hearing people walking around our tent, they weren't talking, but we could see their shadows on the tent. My boyfriend covered my mouth to keep me from saying anything. They ended up leaving, but I never heard car doors or a vehicle start up. I can't imagine them just walking around the desert in the dark so far away from anything. This was in southeastern Arizona. I think still maybe too far north for it to be illegals, but not impossible I suppose. I've never seen anything that creeped me out while camping, but I am, sorry, proud. To say that I and some friends are responsible for giving plenty of other people these experiences. I used to work as a US Civil War living history employee at a major southern park. This involved dressing in Civil War era uniforms and equipment and setting up period correct encampments, etc., for tourists. We used to fire a cannon, for example. We would just camp in the park most weekends since we had everything we needed. Anyway, the park had a reputation for being haunted. It also had a small camping area for Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts. The combo was irresistible. One time I'll never forget, we noticed some Boy Scouts playing hide and seek in one of the fields after dark. We, still in uniform, formed a skirmish line at one end and silently walked across the field. About halfway across, a kid jumped up and yelled, Hey! Those guys have sticks. Another kid jumped up about 10 feet away and yelled, Sticks hell! They got guns. Then about 20 kids came out of the woodwork running for the campground. Good times. On a weekend backpacking trip around Mount Hood with a couple of friends. We made camp in the rain the night before and knew that, because of our elevation, it could very likely turn to snow overnight. Crawled into the tent after dark and woke up before dawn to the sound of something slowly scraping the side of my tent. Absolutely terrified, I rationalized that at worst it might be a deer, but then again deer usually are far too skittish for that sort of thing. 
kept hearing it off and on throughout the morning, but was too scared and cold to get up to see what it was. Finally after dawn I sat up and my head brushed the wall of the tent and I heard a bunch of the scraping sounds all at once. I lived by these apartments which were connected to a main highway and it had woods off to the left. The woods were blocked off by a fence with a no trespassing sign but come on two nine-year-old boys. There was a tiny hole in the fence and we managed to get through we slowly progressed slowly through the woods and we eventually found a tree with berries and we just catered there for a little bit. Eventually things were getting weird bulldozers were around and all roads were cut off and there were tables stationed around the woods. We went back from confusion and continued the next week due to problem. The next week people were in suits and there were two people in suits and fedoras and one saw us cowering behind a tree watching them. He called for assistance and he dashed after us. Being startled we booked. We got away and within a couple months we were forced to move out. Maybe about six years later I returned to what used to be these apartments but, all roads were demolished and the apartments were destroyed. The fence was removed and replaced with a barbed wire electrical fence and I was unable to move on as it was active. I was a boy scout for most of my adolescence. The amount of stories I have are endless. There's a camp near where I live that lasted 10 days. The last night there was always something. Thunderstorms with tornadoes, flooding, a lot of weather-related issues. The first year was different however. It's the last day of the 10 days. It's about 2 AM and we're all in our tents, but no one is sleeping, we're excited to go home. It's dead quite out. Next thing we hear, there's a howl, so loud. Every single flashlight in our camp went on. It sounded like a wolf was right outside our camp. We were all scared shitless. Also this was right after a scout was attacked by a bear, and we are in boonies of Missouri, no one moved. This thing held a few more times before I decided to go wake my dad in the leader's cabin. I've never ran faster in my life. This thing is still going, and getting louder. I get into the cabin, a cardinal sin in the eyes of the leaders, and get my dad, who is laughing his ass off. Dude, it's a screech owl. Needless to say we all felt stupid. But we found the guy in a tree, and sure enough he's screaming his head off. We scare him away, but no one slept. Not the woods, but still equally great. I was about 9 to 10 at the time. Dad used to hang out with the neighbors and drank beer with them in summer in suburbia Wisconsin. I'd usually play in the not so busy street and stop by now and then to talk. We'd occasionally camp out in the fenced in backyard. Dad mentions we're camping out later in the week, the neighbor kind of laughs and says he's going to come piss on the tent in the middle of the night. We were both pretty sure he was bullshitting. At about 3 AM I hear a dude quietly unleash a dam from the distance. Didn't sound like it was in our yard. A few minutes later, I hear some wet noises. Turns out the neighbor really did come to piss on our tent, except with a water bottle. The F is old 45 year old ass climbing over the fence and landing in the couple feet of thorny raspberry bushes cutting his legs up on the fence and then enduring the pain of thorns. Turns out. He didn't realize that there was an unlocked gate only a few feet away. Dad and him had a beer, laughed, beast for a bit, then we went to sleep. Runner-up is was a campground story around the same age. Cousin, who was more a 45-year-old uncle figure, got super wasted and started talking about how it's improper to disrespect recycling bins by using them to carry wood as it's not in the spirit of recycling. He disappeared. We figured he passed out for the night because he was stumbling drunk, for a good hour or two. Then he returned to our campsite to lead us to his epic creation of a, a recycling bin altar that he had made. It was adorned with a burning cross, doubt he realized it was KKK stuff, which he started on fire and melt his recycling bin. The next day, 
He pretty much had no memory of the event and pretty much was confused. The day after, we were leaving and he went to pack his car only to figure out his recycling bin was missing, at which point everyone started laughing and informed him he burned it. Then had the realization that man, those cost $50 to replace. Wisconsin is batshit crazy. Canoe camping in the Adirondacks. Get to camp. Do our usual prep work. Gather wood. Use axes and saws to break the wood down. Night falls. As we're looking on our camo stoves we notice a ton of blue glowing dots all around our wood breaking area. We investigate and find. It's the freaking wood. It's glowing blue. Our minds were blown. We gathered up some in a baggie to keep. It was our last night. Outfitter that picked us up had never heard of such a thing. This was some time ago before smartphones so we were just dumbstruck on the 8 hour ride home. We find out later it is a bioluminescent fungus called foxfire. If this wasn't rare enough, we saw it again on a trip to Algonquin several years later. Really cool. We've been doing these trips for 20 years. Found bones once. Most of us were sure they were an animal, but one guy was convinced it was a small child. Finally, we f- Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Found an abandoned graveyard on a side hike totally overgrown from the mid to late 1800s. I was on a night hike about five years ago. I was walking in the woods with no flashlight, just night vision. I looked to my right and it was complete black, I couldn't see any trees, ground, or anything. All I saw were two glowing orange eyes just floating completely still with an unwavering stare, right at me. I don't know what it was or how big it was. I just walked calmly away while maintaining the stare until I got to a lighter part. Then I got the heck out of the woods. To this day it is still one of my most vivid memories. The experience shook me to my core. I was out camping in a wildlife park, spent most of the day canoeing to the site, barely got there before it got completely dark and had to set up the tent with only a lantern, pain in my rear. Well. At about 2 or 3 a.m. I guess, some guy comes into the camp, there are no trails to my knowledge so this is concerning, what's more is Hess armed with what looked like an submachine gun, two-handed, Majezine coming out right behind the front grip, and he looked weighed down, he stood there looking around the site for five or so minutes and left. When I left to go home after the weekend I asked a park ranger and he said it was just someone out looking for poachers. <laughs> 